Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number two of Turbocharged MD Podcast. I am your host, Rich Force. I am the CEO of Medical Marketing Solutions. As always, super excited to be here today. I love today's topic. We are going to speak about creating your buyer persona or avatar also known as selecting the ideal patient that you would like to treat in your practice. So today's episode, we're going to discuss a little bit about who you want to treat, how to create a buyer persona, being specific about it. This is something you definitely want to do with your team. And I'll stress this again before we get started. Visualizing life from the perspective of your patient and just really finding out what their goals are, where they get their information, what their challenges and pain points are, and their possible objections, then how to really get them through the doors and into your practice, which is really important. So I'm sure, as you know, as a practitioner, one of the most difficult things to do is to generate new business and get people into the doors. And especially if you're just starting off from scratch and this is your first time in private pay practice, your biggest fear, your biggest worry is how am I going to attract patients to my practice? How am I going to get my phones to ring? How am I going to get prospects to submit web inquiries? You know, how do I actually make money and generate revenues? So I think the first thing we really need to address is you need to have patience, obviously. So whether you're just opening for the first time, where you already have a practice that has paying patients, you're going to want to increase your revenues and get new patients through the door. And one of the first questions you really need to ask yourself is, what does my ideal patient actually look like? Like, who do I want to treat? And you do have choices. You know, you do not have to treat everybody. Everybody out there is not going to be the perfect candidate for your treatments. And I guess that really depends on what you're actually offering. So if you're a men's clinic and you're only offering treatments for men, your typical buyer persona or avatar is not going to be a woman unless your marketing strategy is to market to the wives or girlfriends of the men who might need help and you're trying to get them into your clinic. But this is why putting together a buyer persona, putting together an avatar is really critical to your business. You need to be very specific so we can't cast too wide of a net because what happens is, especially when you're starting off or even if you're a mature business, you're going to have a certain marketing budget. And you know, within that marketing budget, you're only going to allocate X amount of dollars to different platforms to advertise and to get your phone ring and to get people to submit web inquiries or come to you through social media, respond to your emails, respond to your radio ads, wherever it might be. And we'll talk about all those marketing mediums on a later podcast. But what I want to talk about today is let's really define who it is you want to treat. Now, when you create a buyer persona, it doesn't necessarily mean you're only going to have one buyer persona. You might have two buyer personas. Uh, Take, for instance, if you treat men and you treat women, they might have a lot of the same characteristics uh, within their persona that you're looking for. But obviously, you're going to advertise to men a little bit differently than you are going to advertise to women. So 
I think one thing we need to agree on is you do have the choices of who you want to treat, and we're going to direct advertising dollars to these specific buyer personas. In today's advertising world, you can be very, very specific about your advertising. You can drill down to demographics. You can drill down to gender. You can drill down to where people are congregating, what social media they use, what books they read. And we're going to talk a little bit about those things today. So I think the first thing we need to do, and you can always email me at richforce at medicalmarketingsolutions.com or info at medicalmarketingsolutions.com, and I will send you a customer avatar or customer buyer persona worksheet. I do want to suggest that prior to really sitting down and figuring out your buyer persona, you should do this with your team. I think this is a great team building exercise. And if you're just trying to make the decision on your own saying, you know what, I only want to treat 55 year old guys who you know, lived within 20 miles of my practice who drive Mercedes. I think by having other people in the practice, uh, your staff who's actually doing the treatments, even your front desk staff, whoever it might be, whoever's involved in the practice, you should be having team meetings at least once a week. And we'll talk about training and development on a future podcast. But everybody should be involved in this exercise. And for this exercise, uh, like I said, you can grab a buyer persona sheet somewhere online or I can send that off to you. I think you should get a whiteboard, a couple of erasable markers, and really sit down and get to work. And this often can take about an hour. Uh, but you can make it as long or short as you like. The bottom line is do it, get everyone involved because everybody has a different perspective and you really can nail down specifically, you know, who is it that you want to treat? So the first thing we need to decide is, you know, who is your ideal patient? What is it that you are offering at your practice? So let's say we're going to talk about uh, age management today. We're going to talk about testosterone and hormone therapies. If that is your offering as far as treatments are concerned, and let's say that was the only thing you're offering at this point, then there's going to be a specific age range that typically is going to be requiring testosterone therapies. Some of the things you need to think about is your cost of doing business in general, um, are you in an expensive piece of real estate? You know, what part of town are you in? And who are you really trying to attract? Who do you want to come through the doors? And this is where we get need to get specific. So one of the first things we're going to think, think about is, you know, goals and values. What are the goals and the values of the people that you're trying to get through that door? Um, how old are they? I think that would be a great place to start. Uh, you're not going to be treating 20 to 30-year-olds when it comes to testosterone or peptides or maybe human growth hormone therapies. Uh, most of your ideal patients will probably be you know, over 45 or 50 years old, somewhere up into their 70s, where they typically have low testosterone or have hormone imbalances. Same thing for a woman. Um, and that buyer persona, it's definitely going to be a woman who's probably, you know, above her late 40s, maybe somewhere into her 70s. You know, what would be a goal that these specific buyer personas are looking for? 
typically, it's going to be more energy, enhanced performance, better drive. Uh, they want to lose some body fat, have better body composition, increase their muscle mass, look, feel good, sleep better, uh, have better sex, and just having an overall confidence, you know, both in and out of boardroom. So that would be one thing to think about is, you know, what are their goals? Um, why are they coming in for the hormone therapy in, in the first place? You really need to understand what drives these people as well. And what I've found in most of our cash pay practices, what really drives our buyers is the relationships that they're in, the relationships they are in at home, you know, maybe be husband and wife or partners. There's something missing, and it could be because of a lack of energy. It could be because of the inability to perform in the bedroom. Uh, it also could be something as far as work is concerned, where they just don't have enough energy to to get through the day. Um, certainly, if we're talking about sexual wellness, it could be lack of performance, which is a lot of times will be the downfall of a specific relationship. And it is something that can really drive people apart. So it's very important for them to, you know, address these challenges and find a remedy for the situation. So we want to be very specific in who we're trying to treat and what it is that we do to treat them. So let's talk about age first. Um, Let's say we're going to treat a 55-year-old man and a 55-year-old woman. The next thing we need to think about is where do the people that you treat want to live? So let's just say, for instance, um, you live in the suburbs of uh, Pennsylvania, let's say outside of Philadelphia, my hometown, and you're in the suburbs. How far out does your typical patient or would you like to expand your typical patient? Do you think that they're going to drive to come and see you? You know, position yourself as an expert, you know, in your advertising, making sure you're doing specific messaging to get those people through the door is going to be the enticer for people want to come and actually see you. So think about is it a 20 mile radius is a 30 mile radius that'll give you a lot of ammunition when you're kind of trying to charge up and decide which of the advertising mediums you're going to use to get to your buyer persona to find them. So say, for instance, you're doing a 20 mile an hour, excuse me, a 20 mile radius outside of your 20 square mile radius outside of your practice. You know, who lives within that 20 square mile radius? What specific communities do you want to target? Um, Now we can start thinking about income levels. Typically for your programs or your treatments, who is the typical buyer who can afford them? Is it a man or a woman who has a uh, income of seventy-five dollars uh, to $1,000 a year to a six-figure income? So think about who do you want to treat as far as income is concerned? Um, would your typical patient have a college degree or a graduate degree? Something else to you know really delve and think about. Um, what type of professions do they typically have? Do they are they uh, business owners, CEOs? Are they professionals? Maybe physicians like yourself? Um, do they own their own business? What is it specifically that they do for a living? Because we can find out all this demographic information, you know, with the advent right now of you know great tools on the internet. 
we can really get into what's called geo-targeting, which is say specifically, here's what I'm looking for. And your marketing company can tell you here specifically where they are. Then we can set budgets and think about you know, how we're going to actually target them. Uh, other things you want to think about when it comes down to your buyer persona, other than age and location, is where they hang out. You know, what do they do? So if you're looking for men that, let's say, make over six figures a year, uh, I think a great place to potentially target would be country clubs or golf courses, you know, maybe yacht clubs, somewhere where men who, um, you know, typically have some discretionary income are able to spend, you know, where do they hang out? Same thing for your woman buyer persona. If your woman is, again, you know, uh, close to a six-figure income earner, you know, where is it that she goes with her friends? What type of restaurants does she frequent? What type of social events uh, does she uh, participate in? Um, another thing to think about is what mediums they are actually hanging out on. Are they using Facebook? Are they using LinkedIn? And most likely, if we're talking about the buyer persona that I'm mentioning here, those are some of the places you would find them. Would you find that 55-year-old man or woman who's making over $100,000 a year, you think you're going to find them on Snapchat, you know, and I think you might find them on Instagram, but, you know, I think we need to really think about where the mature population is going. You know, do they frequent YouTube? Another thing to think about is where they get their sources of news, you know, what news stations they're listening to or um, they are, where are they reading? You know, are they reading uh, the New York Times or the Washington Post? Uh, where are they getting their information as far as podcasts are concerned? Um, so I would think that for my podcast, if it's going to be mostly medical professionals and you want to target medical professionals or somebody wanted to, they could look at this podcast and say, hey, I know medical professionals go there and, you know, I want to advertise or be a sponsor on the turbocharged MD podcast. So just to review where we are at this point, right now we're specifically trying to find and think about who do I want to treat? You know, what is their age? What is their gender? Where do they live? Um, what do they do for a living? What is their discretionary income? You can also go as far as, you know, how much is their house worth? Um, what is their annual savings? Where is it they get their news sources from? What social media platforms do they actually visit, hang out, get their information from? What places do they frequent? Where do they go? What do they do for their entertainment? So if you're really if you're writing this down, you're doing this as an exercise, you know, that's a lot of great information to get as far as finding your specific avatar. Uh, next thing we need to think about is you know, what are their challenges and what are their pain points? You know, what are some of the things that they're facing that are not, you know, allowing them to live the type of life that they, they want to live? So we think about, you know, energy is one, if we're talking about age management, where, you know, a 60-year-old man might not have the energy of a 30-year-old. And, you know, with millennials in the workforce now, uh, you know, maybe with a different work culture, but may, you know, maybe with a little bit more energy, we find that sometimes our avatars 
are just trying to be all they can be in life. They want to be better. They want to be have more energy. They want to be stronger. Uh, they want to feel more secure about themselves. They don't want to think about losing a position to somebody who's younger, who they think might be more physically on top of their game or even mentally on top of their game. And this is where we can, you know, really help help them. Uh, you know, the older the person is, the more chance, bigger, better the chances that you know, they can get injured easier or they're just not feeling like they're achieving everything they can in life. They don't have that uh, kick in their step like they used to. And we know that in our profession, which is a private pay medical practice, we have a lot of different treatments and a lot of different programs that we can put people on that really, you know, kind of turn back the, the hands of time, you know, help them be, you know, not only more competitive, and it's not just about the workforce, it's just being happier in life. I think that people really want to be happy in their work life, obviously happy in their personal life. They want to really enjoy life to the fullest with their partners or if they're looking for a partner, you know, they, they don't want anything really to slow them down. And the thing that you're trying to show them is, is that, you know, it's not necessarily what you have. It's really the benefits of what you have. So you want to show people that you actually have a solution. So, you know, think about what are their challenges? You know, what are their pain points? And that's really where you need to focus on. You know, if we're speaking about a man or a woman who having sexual dysfunction or problems in the bedroom, obviously we want to give them a treatment or a program that's going to help to overcome that. If they can overcome that, it could cause a lot of strain and stress in their relationship, which then can trickle down to other parts of their life. So I think probably most of the people who will be listening to this podcast is we're going to be dealing with a little bit of a older avatar. I'm talking, you know, above the age of 40, probably below the age of 80. But for purposes of this exercise, we really want to define exactly as much detail about them as we can. We also want to visualize life from their perspective, you know, trying to tell their story through our own eyes. And don't forget, we haven't spoken to them yet. Right now, we're just trying to find them. So finding them is always going to be, you know, one of the biggest challenges, but it's easier to find something when you know specifically what you want versus once again, trying to just throw and cast a big net and trying to catch as much as you can. You know, the problem with that, the problem with not really focusing on a specific market segment and trying to be all to everybody is that from a marketing perspective, it's going to cost you a lot of money to try to be everything to everyone. So I think it is really finding the things that you're really great at. What is the features of the treatments or programs that you offer? And then what are the solutions that are really going to help to give great benefits to your specific avatar. So I kind of like really put it into four boxes. Uh, box number one being what is your avatar's goals and values? You know, what is it they're really looking for? You know, number two, where is it that they are actually at, residing, working or whatever? What are their sources of information? You know, what are they listening to? What are they watching? You know, where are they hanging out? Third thing is really their challenges 
and their pain points, you know, what is it that their biggest challenges are, you know, what are those pain points that really drive them to want to be better and to find solutions. And I think finally, it's going to be really what their objections are and what their roles are in the actual sales process. Uh, typically, I think we all know that, you know, when we talk to people about solutions, you know, although no matter how great the solution sounds, a lot of times people don't go with that solution because they don't see the value in the solution, which means they're objecting more to pricing when the really key to all this is once you find these people, building great relationships with them, you know, building great rapport, getting to know them on a human level, being able to empathize with them, put yourself in their shoes and understand then that providing the solution will give them more of a impotence to come to you and use your professional expertise and use your professional advice to help to alleviate their problems. Because, you know, what we're talking today, you know, we're really in the early stages of these podcasts of, you know, right now we're just figuring out, hey, who do we want to treat? Things that we need to figure out in the very near future is now that I figured out who I want to treat, how is it that I'm going to actually reach them and message them and make them notice me? Um, you know, we all have competition out there. There are other people that do things that are similar to you, might offer similar solutions, um, similar treatments and what have you. And that's where you really need to differentiate yourself. And we'll leave that for you know another discussion. So I basically just kind of want to summarize is that you want to attract the perfect patient to your practice. In order to do that, you need to visualize from the perspective of a patient, what is it that they're looking for? What's the need in the marketplace for the specific services you provide? And then where are those people in the community and how do you reach them? You know, and we will talk about advertising mediums and modalities and platforms you know, I can give you one tidbit of advice is once you know where people are and if it's in your immediate vicinity, I think you should be there as well. So, you know, being involved in the city, uh, being involved in chambers of commerce, um, just being involved in general and letting people know who you are, you know, what you do. Um, I think that that is really, really super important. Um, a lot of you offer very life-changing types of procedures and programs. Uh, we are, One thing we know is not everyone's going to be able to afford them. Um, I think that a great way to figure out that avatar, you know, when you're working with your team, and if you already have an existing business, is, you know, take your top 15 to 20 patients and kind of look at who they are, you know, what their age is, where they live, you know, as much information as you know about them, you know, and make a list for yourself and then look at those similar um, characteristics and think to yourself, okay, my ideal patient, you know, his name is uh, Bob Smith. You know, he's 55 years old. He's a male. He has a partner. His kids are in college. Uh, he's a business owner. Um, he thinks that 
uh, he lives by the quote that the biggest risk in life is not taking any. You know, he makes over $150,000 a year. He has a master's degree. He likes to travel. He loves to go to sporting events. Um, he likes to read Men's Health magazine. He loves to listen to, you know, to pick a business podcast or what have you. That's being specific rather than just saying, you know what, I just want to treat guys that are over 50. You know, there's nothing specific about that because there's a lot of guys over 50, a lot of women over 50 that despite being somewhat within your geographic area is not going to be the ideal candidate probably for the treatments and the programs that you're offering. So the more specific you are, and I mentioned this in the beginning and I'll mention this again before we sign out is you're looking for a detailed exploration and description of your target patient and their life. And I think that when you do this exercise, you know, actually, you know, find an image that visually represents your avatar, kind of make a, a board that has the kind of car that they might drive and the neighborhood that they might live in and all the things we spoke about, you know, during this specific podcast. So I really, truly believe, as I have traveled through the country and trained many physicians just like yourself, that this is an important exercise. And when you're really thinking about opening your practice or even expanding your practice, if you kind of hit that rut and you're like, all right, I'm not really getting new patients in the door, you know, obviously it could be your advertising. We're going to talk about that in podcasts to come. But Right now, I really want you to think about after this, and you should listen to this a couple of times. And once again, you can either email me at richforce at medical marketing solution, there's no S on the end.com, or info at medical marketing solution.com, or visit me on LinkedIn or what have you. And I'll send you a buyer persona sheet where you can actually work with your team, sit down, think about it, think about, you know what, we want to increase our business, we want to increase our revenues. Um, and the way we're going to do that is by being a little bit more strategic about it. Strategy means a lot. You definitely have a plan. And I think the first place you need to start planning is thinking about here's who I want to treat and then go finding them. I'm so happy you were able to join me today on episode number two, Turbocharged MD. Feel free to reach out to me. Definitely hope that you'll share this podcast with others. Uh, we will be coming out with our next episode at uh, the end of this week, beginning and next. For now, this is Rich Force from Medical Marketing Solution. Do me a favor. Take my advice. Let's do this exercise. Put it into play and let's get at it. I hope everyone has a fantastic day. Thank you so much for joining me.